When you say a monkey baby, what do you, who was putting the tails on the babies? Oh, well, the actual story of it is that the, the janitor had a prehensile tail, is that it? Okay, yeah. And it, it was a, U, it was a uh, I nearly said a UVF clinic. <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> the, um, no, it was a, an IVF clinic. And it was actually the janitor that was giving his semen. And that, ah, great. <laughs> Brilliant. Can't, can't use that, no? In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural... And the downright spooky. There are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained legends. In late December 1980, strange lights were seen outside of RAF Woodbridge in Suffolk, England. Their true origin still remains unknown. Or does it? This week on Unexplained Legends, the Rendlesham Forest Incident. All right, well, I guess we better uh, welcome everyone in. So. Yeah, yeah, oh, welcome, welcome. Welcome into the clubhouse of conspiracy, or that, well, to our podcast called Unexplained Mysteries. Legends, damn it. Unexplained Those Legends. Are, unexplained Legends. I'm Dennis Len. And I'm Roger O'Sullivan. And in this podcast, what we're going to try and attempt to do is basically Roger is a, is a I tried to think of a, a, a nice phrase, a conspiracy enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not skeptic. I'm not skeptical. Yeah. I, I mixed up those two things. But I'm, I'm inquisitive and I am. You're the I'm, artist skeptic. Yes, exactly. Shut down. Yeah. But I'm, uh, but I'm open minded. You yeah, know? but I'm not. I'm not going to like take everything in hook, line, and sinker. So basically, over the course of this podcast, we're going to be presented with. Or Roger's going to present us with some of the the best known conspiracies, mysteries, and unexplained phenomenon in the world. And then we're going to see whether or not Roger, through his knowledge and through his theories, can kind of convince me to come over, or whether I just say no way and I rebuff them. And the re- the reason we do this as well, or the reason that we, I think we want to do this, is you. You're very enthusiastic about conspiracies, but you also, you know, you, you come in every morning when I'm eating my Cocoa Pops or whatever, uh, I wish, and you come in every morning and you'll tell me like a conspiracy theory or, you know, something that you've gotten a, in a podcast and I can't handle it at that time in the morning. So no. we basically just packaged it now into a podcast. And uh, apparently, anyway, the buildings were holograms. Hey, listen, Dennis. So, Dennis. Have you ever heard of the Rindlesham Forest incident? No, so much so that... Can I have that word again? Yeah, it's the Rindlesham... Rindlesham? Yeah. Okay. Rindlesham Forest incident. No, never. Never. The So you have no idea about it? No, I've never ever heard of it. Okay, well, at this, the Rindlesham Forest incident is a series of unexplained lights and extraterrestrial activity that took place... In 1980, in Rindlesham. Okay, cool. And it's referred to as, and I hope this gets the, the hairs on the back of your head to neck, sorry, <laughs> to stand up. It's referred to as the British... Got a very bad haircut. The, <laughs> the British Roswell. I think I told you several times throughout the week that I was really excited to tell you about this thing. I guess we're moving into UFO territory. Yeah, yeah. The, actually, before we get into that, the growing up, I know you said you didn't have any UFO experiences, the which, to be honest, is f- like probably the case for most people. Can I can I shock you? Uh, you've just had a memory. I I remember uh, that there was this. Uh, so Area Fifty One, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 a it's a real hack joke to kind of do that stuff. You know, where it's like, oh, uh, you know, uh, things that were big when I was younger. You know, like yeah, quicksand yeah. and all yeah, this all stuff. Like crap, but. So, like, Area 51 was one of those kind of touchstones as well. But I remember really being fascinated about it. And it kind of coincided with maybe, like, the internet being in my house or something. So I was, like, researching and looking this stuff up. And I was, like, downloading pictures of Roswell and the aliens and stuff. Like, God knows. I mean, I'm sure you'll answer those questions. But God knows what what you were getting. What I was actually downloading. Yeah. Right? Like, could have just been cadavers of poor people. I really have no idea, right? But someone titled it Roswell Alien JPEG, anyway, whatever. <laughs> so I downloaded all these. And then uh, me and another guy, I, t- I was probably just 
one more guy who's the only guy who'd probably be in on this stuff. We started collecting like Roswell files and we put them up in the trees up near us. And that was like our case files for Roswell. And we were looking at them. And I remember we had floppy disks and stuff up there and all sorts of stuff. Just totally, completely forgot about that. Did, did you did you have like a, a an alien suppression moment then? Because I've never known you to be that interested in UFOs. Oh, I was stuff. I was big into Area 51. Yeah, But yeah. as you can imagine, I was I was so big into it that I probably freaked myself out so much that I had to just probably block it out. But yeah, I, 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 I completely forgot about that. I was fascinated with that. Because growing up for me, the big things were ghosts. Yeah. Right? And this is in order, actually. Ghosts, the the apocalypse, the like religious apocalypse. Mm-hmm. My dad would always go on about that. And then top tiers, if aliens existed. And uh, so like always present in my mind was just, oh my God. Like the, the big one for me that was always on my mind was nuclear holocaust. I didn't mind so much about that. You were just more the religious side of it. Yeah. I kind of thought if that, I kind of thought that would be poetic in a way mm. for us to, it, do you know, uh, well, we'll get into this in the episode, but do you know that there's a lot of ties between nuclear activity and aliens? Do you know that? Do you know that I just remembered that I had a um, Sellafield club as well? What? Genuinely, like, I'm shaking my head at you, but I'm not, I'm doing that because I am. How do you have a cell? What, what is that? A couple of us. Uh, yeah. motivated by the popularity of Sellafield at the time, the nuclear power plant. That was big. That was big news at the time, right? Colouring competitions, colouring in Sellafield, all this stuff. Uh, handing out iodine tablets, remember that? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, do you know um, that we found those at home, my family, relatively recently? Hmm. And they had like a shelf life of a year, the ones that they sent out to everyone. That's kind of, that's kind of freaky though, isn't it, if you think about it? That they thought it was going to go in a year. I hadn't even thought of that. Mm, yeah, thought you wouldn't need them past the year. Um, but yeah, so we had a Sellafield club, I remember that as well. But is there a big, uh, this is where we met up in a library when we were about eight and uh, started researching Sellafield, trying to close it down. <laughs> did you get far with that? <laughs> well, did I mean, they did. it's still open. Sir, sir. What is it, lad? Got atoms to smash. Sir, it's a letter from a group of boys and in Cork in Ireland and they're asking us to shut down the, the nuclear facility Oi up a few boys lads stop it stop down tools a bunch of lads in Cork have asked us to stop can't argue with that so oh, right. fun by me most of my I would say that I have a very um, American view of UFOs no no this is like we've actually uh, going to gigs we've passed near this place well, I'm glad. I'm actually genuinely glad you never mentioned that. Oh, really? It would have yeah, that would have spooked me out. Oh, okay. So the so, you, so whereabouts is it? Uh, Rindlesham is up by Suffolk. Okay, cool. Which so like n- north west of London, uh, diagonally away from London. Yeah, it's okay. a good bit away though. I think so. East. It's northeast. Northeast. Yeah. You're the one who drove us there before, so yeah. The so well, I'm just gonna get. Straight out, tell you the old mainstream narrative, just to give you a... Lamestream, if you will. Yeah, the lamestream narrative. I learned that in the last one. Just to give you a good grounding, right? Okay. So the Rindlesham Forest incident refers to a series of unexplained lights near Rindlesham Forest in Suffolk, England, in late December 1980. I personally consider things that take place near Christmas to actually be spooky. Mm-hmm. They, I think that Christmas I is, think as well, on top of that, 1980, 1980. 80 up to about 1986 very spooky time oh yeah definitely a, spooky a lot of time. spooky um a lot of spooky movies as well but definitely yeah yeah the it was like uh it was that kind of time where things were enough lo-fi that like you could definitely spook some people mm. the the events occurred outside RAF woodbridge which at the time was being used by the united states air force or the usaf uh tim uh, Sorry, I've misread something there. <laughs> what were you? What was it going to be? The it, it it ended up being a sentence fragment, but I was being prepared for the end of a sentence, <laughs> so I really wrong footed myself there. <laughs> so, so so it was outside an RAF base that was being used by the US. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, the USAF. That's you. Do you know what? From now on, I'm just going to call it the United States Air Force. Okay. Okay. I'll just call it the US Air Force. Right. All right. It to, was to, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but to be honest, 
if someone said Air Force to me, I just I'd I'd assume it was the US. Okay, listeners at home, if I say Air Force from now on, it's the US yeah. Air Force. Okay, so the US Air Force personnel. Oh, sorry, I fucked it again. <laughs> what? Uh, U.S. Is, Air Force is fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Don't have to stick to it. But if you the, refer, if you refer to any British Air Force, you have to call them yeah. the Red Arrows. <laughs> so the point is that the UFO, uh, the unidentified flying objects, were in case you didn't know what that meant. They were spotted by none other than U.S. Air Force personnel, including the deputy base commander, Lieutenant Colonel Charles I. I thought, honestly, I thought you were you were like none other than, and I was like, who's going to jump? And it was like some random military man. Well, the point is that it's the deputy base commander. Okay, so right, Lieutenant Colonel Charles Holt. I suppose that is a bit of um, a bit of a twist, though, that someone inside is spotting this. Well, that's it. You see, that's why this is really, I consider it one of the spookiest. And if I can borrow that word from you to refer to aliens. You can. This is one of the ones that, like, I really just think that you have a high level, high level clearance official actually bringing up this. Okay. This event, you know, so like, it's not like the little peons are bringing So let me, up. let me know when I can dig into this because there's okay. plenty of meat in this already. So, essentially, Holt and some of his men saw these unexplained lights, right, around RAF Woodbridge, which they refer to as UFOs. And the event is, as I mentioned earlier, has earned the name of the British Roswell. And apparently, at this base, they were housing nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. So, uh, even though they weren't supposed to be, because of um, international conventions or something like that. But so that's, th- this ties into what I've told you before. Okay. About, about the right. idea that nuclear activity attracts UFOs. Okay. Okay. So that's, so if, I'll recap and I'm yeah. taking as much as possible. So, okay. It's in a place called uh, RAF Woodbridge. It's near RAF Woodbridge. Oh, it's just near it. So the event happened outside it, was it? Oh wait, maybe it is RAF Woodbridge. It's uh, so it's, no, it is RAF area, Woodbridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's slightly confusing because there's another military base nearby which is run by the British. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, great. Yeah, so, no, it is so, RAF Woodbridge. So, yeah, yeah. But, but basically, anyway, a British military base that was the US were using the US hmm. Air Force, and this guy, deputy manager of <laughs> the deputy manager, he he spotted these lights outside with his men. Yeah. And they were housing nuclear weapons there yeah. on British soil that were U.S. nuclear weapons. That's only alleged. Oh, well, Roger, I'm telling you, if there was ever an important alleged to throw in, it was it was before okay. that. Sentence. Okay, well, that was that supposedly is what I said. Supposedly, okay, so, great. All right, okay, and that's where we are. I love that kind of. I love that thing of nuclear weapons attracting. UFOs like bees or something. Did you not know that? No, I, I never had that in the, my. There's a. That's a big thing. And again, it's a split in the UFO community because uh, some people think the UFOs only started coming to Earth after we started um, making atomic bombs. Oh, that's cool. Do you, so do they treat it as kind of a signal that we're like moving on to the next like, tier of civilization so they can kind of start investigating us? Or is it that we've sent out a beacon or a third, and I hope it's this one, that they want to harvest the nuclear power? No, it, I've never heard that last one. How how have they not come up with that? That's a brilliant one. I think if you were to say that to a UFO enthusiast, they'd say, "Well, they're miles ahead of us." Of course they know. So yeah, but they've ran out of it because they're so far ahead of us. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. That's good. I actually like that. Yeah, we should make that one up. So so I'm going to spread that around. Nuclear to, harvesting. To the lads. Nuclear have you heard harvest. of nuclear harvesting? Perfect. <laughs> the that is exactly what it would be as well. Yeah. A, a small side note on that. You introduced me to this actually where it's those logos that they've made. This happens so much that I'm going to tell you this, and you're going to go, I don't remember that, even though you're definitely the person who mm-hmm. told me this. Logos that they've designed to, when they're burying nuclear waste underground, they've designed these logos that are supposed to be, uh, you're supposed to be able to see them, or like decipher them. Yeah, yeah, it's of. meant to be like easily decipherable by anything that yeah. comes across them, bar yeah, yeah. like a hedgehog or whatever. Yeah, so like if but like intelligent die, life. Yeah, yeah. So if humans die in like another, you know, uh, evolutionary branch, like crabs become as yeah. 
Uh, have you seen some of the logos? Like no. some of the like. Honestly, I can't make head or tail of them now. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're doomed. That's a, that's interesting, though, isn't it? I thought I uh, to be honest, when you told me that, I was I had no recollection of doing that. But I just thought it was a classic nuclear sign. No, they have like uh, a burned hand and a guy going ah. It's like, I'll show you them after the podcast. Cool. But uh, so get back to the to the okay. nuclear stuff. So you asked me if the aliens, uh, why were they interested in the nuclear activity? And the two, like, big theories around it. So one of them is, you kind of touched on it there, is like, oh, this is, humans have developed to this level, so mm. we have to go keep an eye on them now, because, like, they're advancing. So we need to make sure that they're not up to too much. Okay, I get that. Why, why do aliens do that? So there's, like, a kind of, a, there's people that think it's benevolent, that they're coming to tell us, like, calm down. What, don't so, destroy yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. But they won't do it until we get the nuclear power and stuff. Yeah, because they were hoping we'd never develop it, I imagine. Oh, okay. So you've got, like, benevolent watchers out there who are so advanced that war is over. Yeah. And they're now coming back to tell us, here, lads, take it handy. Mm. Well, it's interesting, I guess. And the other side is that they're coming here because they want to stop us from building nuclear weapons. Because it's the only thing we'll be able to use to defend ourselves against them. But couldn't they just come down and kill us now? Oh, no. I or like done it 50 years ago. No, no, because you see, it probably takes so long to travel here. But so, Well, so they're, if just, they're here. No, because they've just sent a small group oh, a small to scout ahead. Okay, cool. So it's only like the small groups here. I read a book. I can't remember what it was, but it doesn't matter. I think it was a book. Going to get everything wrong, right? For anyone who's yeah. now cringing about to hear what I'm about to say, who loves this book or whatever it was, where... All that the aliens did was like shoot two protons into into Earth, and that like effed up everything. And that's all they had to do. And they were, I think, they were trying to stop this from happening. So those protons just went ahead and uh, and like wrecked the Earth. Or that was the plan. Uh, that's not. That doesn't sound very good. No, but I'm just saying that, like, you know, if you did go to like probably like real advanced civilization, that they could probably just do something like that instead of coming down and watching it with binoculars from a ship, you know. Well, I just think so. I just think so. Like I just, I just. Wonder. Do you just like to poo-poo everything? I uh, no. I just, I just like to to think about these things from you know as if I was an advanced alien species. But I want to go back to one thing. Yeah. What did the and you'll probably be jumping onto this, but what are we dealing with when they talk about lights and stuff? All right. Well, do you want me to go through the synopsis of the of the yeah. events? All right. Stop me at any point if you if you okay. want to if if you want to just hop in or if you have any questions about it. So, firstly, it occurred on the 26th and the 28th of December in 1980. Right, the UK Ministry of Defence has stated that the event posed no threat to national security and therefore was never investigated as a security matter. All right, well, on that that note, I disregard that. I'm not going to believe anything they say. You don't believe them, no? The, The MOD... No, I'm very, I'm very skeptical of any government announcements. Okay, okay. All right? You'll go far in this yeah. business. All right, so this is on December the 26th. Okay. All right, so that's Boxing Day, isn't it? What's today? Party? If Christmas Day is the day before. So I have, I'm, I struggle. I'm not trying to catch you out. Oh, you get confused. I struggle this. with the 24th and 25th. Yeah, yeah. But I think, I think you're right. Do you know why I think that is? Because you're never really paying attention around that time to the dates. Because everyone's just like, christmas eve friday yeah the christmas song start first of december but continue all right so okay so on the 26th of december 1980 around 3 p.m that morning accidentally this is important this is accidentally reported as the 27th of december by halt okay he got confused by he got confused by the well it happens to us all the 24 hour clock yeah he got confused by like the mornings okay the so that that's just important all right okay but but it was the 26th right so and it was 3 a.m a security patrol near the east gate of orif woodbridge saw lights descending into the nearby rindlesham forest the servicemen initially believed the lights were the result of a downed aircraft but upon entering the forest they saw according to halt's official memo an object they described as a glowing metallic orb with coloured lights. All right, let's... That has to okay. freak you out. Come on. All right, so... 
I was going to say initially, I, to be honest, right, what I thought we were going to be dealing with, right, which I, I do know from some UFO lore, was lights in the sky that are moving too fast, can't possibly be a man-made ship, etc., etc., etc. I was not expecting us to actually have a description and witnesses that are now in an official military report. Do you, do, do you understand now why I That's pretty said to cool. You, I was excited to tell you about this. So... Um, can you give me the description as you had it there again of the UFO? Alright, so I'll reread it word for word. Uh, upon entering the forest, they saw, according to Hall's official memo, an object they described as a glowing metallic orb with coloured lights. Coloured lights. So when they say uh, like it's glowing coloured lights, or does yeah. it mean it has like two headlights and it's an orb? I, I always think of it as, um, do you know, like, let's say, like a smattering of lights coming out of it. Oh, okay. Do you want like a kind of um, like ever changing something you'd buy in a kind of funky store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're like obviously scarier than that. Yeah, obviously, yeah. And so was the? Did they mention in the report? Was this floating? Was it had it it landed? You know, was was it on the ground? It was. It was floating around. I think it was floating around. Yeah. Well, and and how how big was it? I can. uh, So I, I don't have a good idea of how big it was. Okay. But if I continue with the, so I I think I think that there's a a bit more of a description in the next. Okay, paragraph, okay, so. go for it, go for it. As they attempted to approach the object, it appeared to move through the trees and caused the animals on a nearby farm to go into a frenzy. One serviceman later claimed to have encountered a craft of unknown origin, but this was not publicized at the time. So that the the glowing orb that wasn't publicized at the time. Okay, but but this is an additional. In addition to Halt, one of the servicemen said, "Oh, he also came across an unidentified." Uh, an unidentified and was was that guy part of his team? What's the guy's name? Halt is it? H A L T. Yeah, Halt. Okay, so was he part of Halt's team, or was this a guy who saw it in a different? I think he wouldn't have been with Halt. I think he would have been by himself. Okay, so a separate report. Yeah, and so the orb is just. If it's moving through the forest, I assume, I mean, a forest, you know, is going to be pretty dense. Mm. So, you know, at the very least, it's going to be, it has to be, what, like a, two, a meter, like, wide? The, the, I'm, I've always pictured it to be at least the, like, size of a Fiat 500. Like, you know, in our form, but like at least that big. Okay. Floating around. I've never really entertained the fact that it's bigger than that, but that is even more terrifying. But I think it would have to be the the girth of a Fiat 500, or otherwise it wouldn't be able to fit anywhere in the forest. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like it's clearly to me. It seems like it's clearly intelligent, you know, or navigating through the forest. It at least knows what's going on. You know, I don't think that that it does it does it say that the orb itself is sentient i don't know if that no 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 no. but i just mean that there's something like if i saw it's a, a, it's a roomba at least yeah but if i saw like, you know even if i saw a roomba going around i'd say well <laughs> someone's at providing this lad with instructions like okay yeah yeah but that, i just I, ju- I just want to clear up whether this is you know an an intelligent roomba or whether it is people operating it whether it's or whether it's just set on a course to scan you know, or, or just... Oh, where, whether it's like a probe. Yeah. Well, so far, I, I think that there might be some uh, people that suggest that they witnessed actual beings, but they're not yeah. part of, the, they're well, that, not part of know, the official story. The, so I have a question for you, right? And this, this yeah. might not be based on any facts that you have, right? Which is, you know, <laughs> probably par for the course. But <laughs> why, if you were aliens mm. and you want to have a look around the place... And you like you've got you've got a, an orb that can just fly around the place and do like intergalactic travel, I assume, right? Yeah. Why would you come down in like a disco ball in the middle of the night? Well, I'll put this to you, right? Okay. I'll put this. To and, you. and sorry, just to clear up, you know what my point was, but just to be like over the top, like my point is that's a very noticeable object. Yeah. To come down in. So I'll put this to you, right? There is unmanned unpopulated islands around aren't there yeah there are yeah all right so like just name one of them or just wait blasket islands Blas- is that un- unpopulated okay so, yeah. let's say Blas- off the coast of ireland say blasket islands right 
somebody arrives to Blasket Island, right? There's little creatures there around, you know, like... Puffins, but, yeah, but po- intelligent. Puffins. Yeah, yeah. So puffins, right? And imagine the puffins are relative intelligence to us going yeah. to Blasket Island as we are to the UFOs, right? Or to the aliens. What do you think the puffin thinks when he sees a man take out a little, like, video drone out of his pocket, which looked ridiculous, you know, like a, one of those flying camera things, and flips it into the air and just starts flying around and taking videos? What What do you think the puffins think? Are, are we talking about puffins? Like, I, I just need to establish how yeah. smart the puffins are before I answer this. We're, or we're, like, can they do sums? Yeah, they're like human intelligence. What are human intelligence? Well, no, they're not that intelligent, but they're like... My God, they'll take over the world. <laughs> they're at least... you know, We they're, have to stop them, they're, thi- they're thinking about... Okay, all right. Okay, know. so it's weird. Like They're like, oh, who are these? Who's this lad? Yeah, yeah. But but they but they would be thinking, you know, let's say... One yeah, of, not smart enough to get off the island. No, so. let's say one of the puffins comes and goes... Well, let's say most of the puffins now are saying, oh, that's a that was a creature from another land came over and like was was you know i swear to god if i end up being the stupid puffin in this story rog no you're not you're, okay you're not and then another right. puffin comes in and goes hey no no, no. and 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 the the they're like did you know that that craft that craft that they sent around like okay, yeah. that was videoing us and it was getting just a surveillance yeah. of the area and then there's one, there's one puffin there he is he's not stupid he's not yeah. stupid but he's not he's not too bright though no but he? he's at least like is he's no more or less intelligent than any other puffin he's happy but his point of view is just i don't believe that because why if they're such you know intelligent advanced creatures that live in the mainland why would they send such a stupid looking object and then there's another puffin and he comes in and he's like oh man it's fucking aliens man <laughs> yeah anyway Right. So my point is that that's just what the okay. Well, no, we can. I think yeah. we can go even further it's, with it, this. It, <laughs> so the the human, right? He was coming over to Puffin Island, right? Yeah. Puffin Inc. He's flying the thing around, right? Just to, I don't know, to scan the island, right? They've yeah. never been out there. But are you saying so that this thing is coming down with complete disregard to us? Yeah. Well, depending on your narrative. But okay, but be, where's your be. narrative? What, what, where do you stand on? Are they protecting us? Are they going to kill us? Do they care? My actual... Uh, so if I had to go hard and fast on this, mm. right, it would be that there is... Maybe they're, they've seen... We, we know that there allegedly were nuclear weapons there. Okay. Right? So maybe they've seen a nuclear... Um, maybe they've like gotten nuclear readings. Yeah. And maybe they've just sent this down... To just get a better nuclear reading. And and maybe maybe this object is meant to be that far away. And it's monitoring the base. They don't know that. But it's monitoring the base. And it's supposed to be not very... Uh, Imagine if we had one of those for Iraq. All the problems we could have avoided. <laughs> hey, don't, don't make this... If you're going to make this political, at the very least, don't make it political from 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, grand. All right, so... We're, so okay. It's a drone, I think. You think it's a drone? A UFO drone, like. So you don't think it's sentient, but it's just going to, uh, about its job. I still, I still, like, okay, how about this? Why all the lights? Like, it doesn't need lights, right? It happened to need lights. We made it up. It happened to need lights. Here's, here's a suggestion to you, right? Because some people do bring up that when they say, why do you... Why do UFOs have lights in the UFO community? They bring up all what? <laughs> like they're not going to be driving down country lanes. Well, like, they well, need full lights. You love to go a wandering beneath a clear blue sky. I don't know. They might be hopping out and uh, while you're stuck in a traffic light. But no, these are uh, the suggestion is that the anti gravity technology they use that that's just part and parcel of like those lights are just part and parcel of how that of, works of the drives. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, it's like, do you know an MRI machine? Can you dig further into that? Like, can you give me the reasoning well, well, behind it? Well, I'll give you, I'll give you, well, we don't have the technology, so. Okay, but, but, so we don't have no, technology. But I'll, have give you, I'll give you an analogous um, example. Okay. Do you know MRI machines? Yeah. Have you ever been in one? No. Me neither, right? <laughs> no, Okay. What's Come funny on. about that? They're really loud. You just seem, it just right? seems like you've got s- such a voice on that you're going to talk from such a position here. But <laughs> right. continue. They're really loud. Right? MRI machines. 
Roger, yeah, great. Yeah, like, yeah. they're loud. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they're really loud, right? So, um, the, you might be thinking, MRI machines are brilliant, right? Or they're safe yeah, I think countless every lives. Yeah, yeah. Save, save countless lives. If only they were quieter. Right. Yeah. Well, they can't be quieter because they're just, we actually can't make them quiet. Oh, brilliant, yeah. Case closed. <laughs> the physics that's required within them produces that sound okay so so it's just part and parcel you know we don't go oh well it's a bit loud so we just won't use this life-changing technology do you think if we had intergalactic travel though that we'd be able to quieten that down a bit but what if it no no because no no but i just yeah, get, yeah. i just get that like but you know the same thing then for the lights if we're knocking our own space and stuff mm. You know, like, are you saying so that this is like almost the first instance of this technology floating around? No, no, I'm saying that there is no, that it's just part of the physics of this technology. So the lights are essential to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That let's say they're manipulating gravitational waves and those gravitational waves have to be manipulated within visual light. Honestly, this is the most frustrating spot. (laughs) Episode 2, and I'm now caught in an un... Like, absolutely... They're all unwinnable. But this is the most frustrating. (laughs) Because you're saying that it's just alien technology that we don't understand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but like, you know, has anyone... So that's that's the reasoning. Basically, they're just lights flipping out all over the place because it's essential to however they propel and go around. Yeah, like, you've, you've heard of the tractor beam... The, the classic tractor yeah beam pulling up humans yeah. yeah so you've heard of that cars and stuff yeah. yeah 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 so you've heard of that right well the idea like that in the classic telling does that or does that not shine a light and pull up yeah the, well that's again that's another example yeah of this but technology. that's obviously made for like dramatic purposes and now you're just re-engineering a reason into it i'm not i'm not you are i'm not there's there's what well, eyewitness accounts of that of that happening after this all no 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 i don't think so no okay all right okay Le- okay all right so so the lights are part of the uh, technology yeah, right i can't believe i'm gonna do this <laughs> no you don't have to agree no, no but no but I, like i may as well be honest like okay yeah i think that's probably a little bit convincing yes <laughs> All right, okay, all right, so let's just go back. So we're on a base, the thing is floating through a forest. Um, we're establishing now that it's a, a load of lights because that's basically just how the technology works. So yeah. that would explain why it's even being seen. And it might be going in inspecting the, the nuclear uh, like development weapons that they have there. Yeah. Okay, grand. All right, I'm on board. Give me okay. some more. Okay, so shortly after 4 a.m. Sorry to interrupt you. And it's the size of a Fiat 500. In spherical yes, I think. Form. Yes, yeah. Okay. The um the shortly after four a.m. Right that that morning, the police were called. I find this kind of interesting. I think this is cool that the military you- call the police. <laughs> they call the police. They call the police. Yeah. Why would there are are there military police only able only able to uh, like operate within the? Yeah. I think so. So I think that's why they have to call the. Or if there. So what's the line like? Do you know, like, or, like if they see a tank rolling forward and it's got, you know, like a little Russian flag out the top, mm. they're like, ah, oh, we'll handle this. But if they see a, 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 a globe floating through the forest, they're like, no, nah, we're, ringing, we're ringing the police. We're ringing the we're bodies. Terrified. Well, they shouldn't have bothered because the police, right? When they, apparently as well, loads of people around the place were reporting these lights. Okay. It was like not just... Not just the um, the military. Uh, they they came after it was reported, and they said that the only lights they could see were from the Orford Ness Lighthouse, which was off in. No, this is going to sound bad, right? Yeah. But keep in mind, keep in mind what the lads saw. Right? Did they see the light like every let's say thirty <laughs> seconds? No, no, right? But this is it. Oh, it's back. This is it. Is that the police came? Typical, typical police, right? Hmm. Come up. They, they, they don't want to be called up at four a.m. in the morning, you know. Okay. They're, they're, either, they're probably just waiting for their shift in. So they come up, and they're like, "You saw a glowing orb flying around," and they go, "Oh, flip that! You probably just saw the lighthouse." So they, so they refuse can to I, do anything. Can I? Um, so we have nuclear harvesting is another conspiracy we have. Yeah. 
Has anyone come up with anything about lighthouses being like beacons for aliens? You are taking the piss out of me now. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just thinking that that sounds like something. That like, they're near lighthouses. Like no one has kind of questioned those structures that like, oh, the ship thing, that's just secondary. Sure, look at all the ships that crashed. You're, so you think they're being attracted to the... No, not being attracted. Oh. Like they're, they're like uh, their communication devices for aliens. And if you think about it this way, right? So imagine like your classic painting of a lighthouse, mm. right? And the light shining out, right? How about you flip that boy around, kind of, you know, hit it towards the ground, let's say. Tractor beamish? You are taking the piss. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Dennis. I'm uh, just saying how you can just turn anything into a conspiracy if you're insane enough. I shouldn't have brought up the lighthouse this early. Right? That's I think, my the, I think the lighthouse is a massive hole in this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because, no, right? Okay, 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 okay. No. So, with the police have arrived. Yeah, yeah. Police have arrived. They've rubbish. Or did, did, did they ever arrive or did they just hang No, they, they arrived and they just rubbished. Okay, because you said the, the lighthouse. They rubbished the US uh, Air Force men. And was the globe gone at this point? Oh, yeah, that was gone. Okay. And they weren't doing like LSD experiments at this no, point? No, no, no. They weren't. Okay, they perfect. weren't. They weren't. Right? This this is going to make you feel like an idiot now for everything you said about the lighthouse. This whole podcast makes me feel like an idiot, Raj. <laughs> okay, not intentionally, right? After daybreak that morning, the servicemen returned to the small clearing near the eastern edge of the forest and found three small impressions on the ground in a triangular pattern, as well as burn marks and broken branches from where the orb had been flying around. Sorry, they found they found a little fire and broken branches in a forest. No, freshly broken branches all around the forest. All oh, right, so it's it's not it's like it's like a, a truck rolling there, like like it's no, not, no, it's no, not no, just like no, no, no. It's like imagine an orb shape okay. through these branches. So the the crop circles of a forest is that what we're yeah looking at? yeah yeah. Have you seen any kind of like drawings of or artist interpretations of this? Is it like how big are we talking? There's apparently a picture. That's in Georgina Brunei's book called You Can't Tell the People. How did I walk so firmly into this? Yeah. So I don't have the picture here on me, but I'm going to show it to you after the podcast and maybe we can record your your reaction. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Right there. So after these marks were found, right? I can't believe that you're, you're taking the police's side in this, right? The military. Keep in mind. When did I? When did I take the police side? You think that you think it is a lighthouse? No, I took the lighthouse's side. I'll never okay. take oh, the yeah, police okay, side. Okay. Is the just on the lighthouse, right? And I promise I'll stay away from. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Is the lighthouse actually in shot of this? What do you mean? Like, do, do you know if the lighthouse is actually casting any light in this area? That's up for debate because some people say on on clear days it will. Okay, so it's possible. But, but the other thing to keep in mind is that it's quite early in the morning. Well, it's like 4 a.m., is it? Yeah. So it happened before that, though, because they reported at 4 a.m. So yeah, so it was 3 a.m., yeah. So it's pitch black. It's not quite, no, because it's around winter time. So it's probably, like, probably. brighter. Great. We should go back and check the lunar calendar. Yeah, we can. And see if it was a full moon afterwards. Okay, and we'll have to see if there's any, like, cloud cover and stuff. Okay, right. All right, okay, so possible that there's there's lighthouse light there. Yeah. And now we're... The, so the other the real question I had there was... What what time did the guys go away? What time did they? What the time? police came, open shot case. They left immediately. But no, the servicemen. What, like what? the globe is gone at this stage. So how long did the globe sighting last? It moved through the forest, gone. Yeah. So by the time the police got there, so we gone. have an hour window. We have an hour window basically okay. in which. So they, is it hanging around for an hour? Like, I I think that they tracked it for like a chunk of that time. And are they tracking it just uh, visually as the group, or are they using like any sort of military equipment? No, no, just like didn't uh, eyes. Didn't just eyes. Didn't bother. No, no. Did like, they wake up anyone? At it's the not base? showing up on any radar or anything. Did they wake up anyone at the base? Yeah, I just, is, I just feel that if there was this thing roaming around, spitting out lights, that th- they might get a helicopter out there. I or something. think the thing. I think the thing that you're not giving enough credence to is that the person they called out. Right, this is how much of a how important they felt it was on the military base. The person they called out was the deputy base commander. So he's keep in mind he's the second highest ranked official okay. in the entire base. And where is the base commander? But you you're not you can't call out the base commander. He has to stay there. Yeah. So the deputy lads gone out. Yeah. So they sent out literally the highest official that could be sent out. And to, is that what they're meant to do? 
That's how serious a threat they thought it was. But if it was a serious threat, wouldn't they have gone out there with a little bit more than just, like, the deputy manager, like? What do you, no, no, he's the second highest person. No, you've said that, like, four times. No, but you can't, you can't send out... I'm saying a tank or something, Raj, like... You, you can't... No, because the reason why they can't do that is that's invading into British All right, we'll territory. ring up the British lads. That They call the police. Not the police. Ring up the, the boys in the other military base. They can't do that because that's inter-military communication. Can't do, you can't, can't do that. You can't talk to other military. No, but you can't. Even you, when you're living in the you, country. You can't, you can't go and tell another crowd, get a tank out here. That's ridiculous. Okay, so you're saying that like if the American guys were attacked in that military base, that there's some sort of international law where they can't get onto the British and say, lads, we're getting attacked. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're in the forest. The branches are broken. Yeah. And so they go there the next day right uh, this is i i think this is a good insight into how like the two of us approach these things right it's a brilliant insight what it's a really good, <laughs> it's a insight. good insight right yeah I'm, just day-to-day tasks you're honestly you're breaking my heart here i thought this was open shot for you i thought like i thought you'd be roger it's a floating light. light bulb going around <laughs> the place. no dennis right so they go the next day right no this this <laughs> the, let me the next day at daybreak okay. as soon as they could as soon as they could get uh daylight right they went back out there right and the servicemen returned to the small clearing like i said at the eastern edge of the forest and found these three small impressions on the ground in a triangular pattern of burn marks and broken branches around the forest again the police were called out to the scene the police do we know the intent of the military to call out the police it's because they, they the military the the military uh, no it, but like do the military have any idea what's going on like why are they calling the police is it to investigate it is it to say that there's it's to help investigate it because okay. because technically the 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 military don't actually have jurisdiction outside of the okay, base so of have RAF to Wood the police to yeah yeah and see where the big light bulb is after going yes yeah okay. yeah and they, they waited the daylight to see the big light show yeah thingy that's floating around okay okay great okay. yeah 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 so the police come out again. So second in command at the base calls the police out again. What do you think the police say when they see the burn marks? Kids. Kids having a couple of drinks. Yet they say that they reckon it was just a, a bunch of hoodlums and they and, and hoodlums. The, yeah, and, and that the that it didn't prove anything and that the they said that some of the indentations on the earth could have been made by rabbits. <laughs> right? That's what the police said in their statement. Now have you seen the imprints? No, I wanted to save it so that we could both see it together. Oh, when were these pictures taken? Were these taken by the police or the military? Or This was... Uh, I don't know, actually. Some lad had reconstructed it. In no, no, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. But they're in uh, Georgina Brunei's book called You Can't Tell the People. So, so the, p- the police say, not, we're not having this. Go away again. Yeah. So for me, the fact that such a high-ranking military official is willing to embarrass himself twice in front of the police, that makes me think that he... he well, you see, that's why I want to know what his intent was. Like, like, is it is he just he's just hamstrung? He just has to call the police. Do, he, does he think it's a serious threat? Well, he must think it's serious if he's calling the police. But it might just be like kind of uh, routine to investigate these things. No, he he thought it was he he thought it was he. He's the second most important. <laughs> no, guy but, in the but it's a UFO. He's he's told you it's a UFO. Yeah, that's it's fine. I just want, I just want, I like. We've just got one report saying yeah. that he basically saw a UFO, right? Which doesn't mean alien spaceship, right? Okay. It means they don't know. Unidentified flying object. Yeah, they don't know what it Probably was. Probably an alien in this case. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that, like, oh my god, we saw a UFO. They're like, they're they're literally saying, aren't they? We don't know what we just saw. Yeah. Yeah. So so like, how do we infer whatever the correct word is that that there's like he thinks it's a, th- a threat or panic or like. Like basically, is there anything else in his report where he says like this is this is something else? Well, I'll get to that later. Okay, okay. Right. Next, the next incident, twenty eighth of December. Oh, I actually so, forgot there was a second. Yeah, incident. so they took right, the twenty seventh off. Right? right. You're going to feel pretty stupid in a second. Deputy Commander Lieutenant Colonel Charles Holt again, second in command of the base. Right. Yeah. Went back to the site with a team of servicemen on the twenty okay. eighth. What time? Uh, I actually don't have it. This was just during the day. I think I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> After lunch, I don't. Very good. 
<laughs> I don't have a time on this one. Okay, right? grand, cool. Okay. For my imagination's sake, when will we do it? Um, I think I've always thought of this as like during the day. During the day, okay. Like 3, 3 p.m., let's say, you know. They return to the, to the site, right, and take radiation readings of the triangular impressions and found a reading of 0.07 mil... Milro, Melrose Place. <laughs> Milrentograms per okay. hour. Do you know what that word is? It's this one. Can you pronounce it? I say tomato. Oh, come on, Dennis. The, what is that? C-M- the Milrentograms. Yeah. But the important part is that that was above the background level in the forest. Okay. 0.04. So okay. that's the background and what's this level. One? So zero point zero four is just normal. Mm. Next zero point zero seven place that houses nuclear weapons and it's allegedly 0.07. allegedly. Zero. So like, what's what's that going to do to you? Like, like is is it still won't harm you? But it's you, a would, significant jump up. And would you find that in any other places? No, just to know. No, because the then it, no everywhere else is zero point zero. They wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. They okay. would. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. Right. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. <laughs> And it was during this investigation. Oh, so maybe this did happen. (laughs) (laughs) It was during this investigation that a further flashing light was seen, almost in line with the farmhouse witnessed the first night. Wait, a flashing light now we're saying? I was imagining a constant, like, glow. No, I've I've always thought of like a series of lights like shooting off in different directions, kind of like like the lighthouse is really coming into this. No, now. A Dennis. flashing light. No, 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 but not like that. Not like a powerful. No, because have you ever seen a lighthouse in person? Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's like a beam that travels along. Right, it's a light. Yeah, but you're it doesn't sa- look like it's flashing. Yeah, but you're saying that it could be seen in a clear day or whatever. So then, if there's like obstructions to this in a forest. This would look pretty flashy, wouldn't it? I don't think so. So what? You're, but you're saying a second flash now. But it was. It, right. We had a Fiat Five Hundred roaming keep, around. Keep the in forest. mind. Keep in mind. I wrote this, right? <laughs> so the flashing lights might be this me. This one was invented by a writer. Just, okay, you it know, might be you. <laughs> no, no, that might just be me. Okay, all right. Okay, okay, okay sorry. So that that might be editorializing. So they saw further lights, right? Okay, seen. I'm going to stick that it's a globe. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost in line. Uh, with the farmhouse witness the first night where the animals went for in, uh, became frenzied, Halt claims he saw three star-like objects, two to the north, one to the south, about 10 degrees above the horizon. Halt claimed they hovered for two to three hours and seemed to occasionally beam down streams of light. Oh, this, you won't have this answer, and I don't think anyone will, but like, has anyone looked into how big those objects would be well, some astronomers think they might just have been stars, but <laughs> but I don't think that explains the lights coming down. The lights coming down. Yeah. Does he go into any other? It just seems very vague. Like you know, lights coming down. Like what does that mean? Like if he, if he said, oh, they're they're like the tractor beams you mentioned earlier. <laughs> if they're shooting like you know pink lasers and like whatever. Yeah. But go on. Okay, so the main source for this mm-hmm. is there's Holt's memo. And then there's something called the Halt Tape, right? Okay. Which is being released to pub- to the public. It's too long. It's 17 minutes long. So it's too long to play to you. Mm-hmm. And it's too long to, to like, include in the podcast, I think. Yeah. But w- would you like me to play you a tiny bit? Of yeah, it? I'd like to get the feel of it. Uh, That's as he's investigating. So, so first off, yeah. I'm back to being scared to death again. Yeah. Just the atmosphere and the kind of distortion and all that stuff. And his voice as well, that scared He's me. serious, isn't he? He scared me to death. He, he's not like he's not playing around. No, he's not. He's definitely um he's that's pro- that's probably put me put me back a little bit. You should I'll send that on to you. You should have a listen to it. Because so so what does what does it all end up with in that tape? 
So what that tape is, is I believe it's the second night when he's going out to investigate it. He brought uh, tape equipment to record audio, to record his... Keep in mind, it's 1980. Yeah. So even bringing a tape to record you probably isn't the easiest thing in the world. And you heard the quality. Mm-hmm. So he's recording the event as it's happening. Okay. And what, what, what do we hear happens in that tape? He sees the lights, doesn't he? He sees the lights and he has the reaction live on tape. Yeah, yeah. Which I haven't listened to it in full, but I think I knew you had. I, I knew you had. I think that does happen. I think that does happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we well look. We can put but, it in. We'll see. We'll see whether it happens yeah. or not. So right here's the aftermath. It would probably want to happen, just for you know. Your, it wouldn't be on the Wikipedia page if it didn't happen. I'd say. Oh, that's true. That's right. True. So this is the aftermath. Right in June. Because you say, oh, they, they could have been anything. Like, did he say what the... But just one second. The triang- the nuclear triangles, right? Mm. The, um, <laughs> what's the what's the story with those? Did they, like, they just left it at that? They just said, oh, that's full of radiation. Let's sack off. Like, Just adds credence to the fact of there's something going on there. Okay. Uh, some people think, is it, there are some military people who haven't gone on the record, right? <laughs> that that's where the craft landed. Well, how big are the triangles? Are they like easy singles or are they like... Well, we're going to have a look at the picture in a minute, okay. aren't we? Right. right. Okay. So, this is the aftermath. In June 2010, retired Colonel Holt... Wait, 2010? Yeah. When did this happen? 1980? Yeah. So, this is... He had to wait until he retired. Okay. To, so that he could go publicly on the record of it. Signed a notarized affidavit in which he says he believed the lights of extraterrestrial origin and he believes that the event has been covered up by the uk and the u.s government however there are some slight contradictions between his affidavit and his earlier tape slash memo but it's not it's not in terms of like let's say the record of what happens they're just slight like their stuff like he's editorializing he now believes it's it was extraterrestrial at the time he's just witnessing investigating it yeah yeah In response to this, the base commander, Ted Conrad, so... So what time Ted popped up? The only one higher than him, Ted Conrad said, we saw nothing that resembled Lieutenant Holt's description. Keep in mind there's... So this is at the time in 1980? Yeah, so keep in mind there's different servicemen that... No, no, this is him responding to the affidavit. In 2010? Yeah. So keep in mind that there's a lot of servicemen that do say they saw... Okay. Right. Then they corroborate Holt's story. Lieutenant Holt's... Well, we saw nothing that resembled Lieutenant Holt's description. We had people in position to validate Holt's narrative, but none of them could. Later saying he should be embarrassed and ashamed by his allegation that his country and Britain would both conspire to deceive their citizens over the issue. Okay. He, he so just going better. back to maybe something that... Just revisit for a second. Mm. So you're saying like that this... Second most important man. That was amazing that he went out and, like, you know, looked at the threat. That's how much they... How serious they thought How it was. serious it was. Yeah. And obviously, this is, like, the second in command. So, we can really believe his story. Yeah. No, because... Let me, and then the let me first you. in command came out and said, don't believe any of that. So then... Uh, can, I, can I give you a little, like, a little comeback to that? You can. Top guy... Keep in mind, he, he believes there's a cover-up. The top guy believes... No, 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 the, the Lieutenant Holt. Yeah, second guy, yeah. he believes there's a cover-up. Yeah. yeah. First guy rubbishes that. Yeah. Okay. First guy's in on the cover-up. <laughs> yeah. No, because you have to have the top guy in on the cover-up. Have to. Have to do that. Why do you have to have the top guy? You, Why wouldn't you take the two top guys? They, did, they couldn't get to him because they're covering up him. Co- oh, so he he he's in on the cover up afterwards, not like so. So they, this sighting did happen. Yeah, so this was all then they in the news and stuff. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, and then he comes out in 2010 after he's retired. Okay, and, and when he comes out, and he says that there was an active conspiracy to cover it up. But why do we put weight on one guy saying it because he's important in the base, and we don't put weight on any of on the other guy saying it? He's actually more important in the base because it's a conspiracy. He, of course he's going to say there's no conspiracy if the top guy says oh yeah we are covering it up so the fact that there is a conspiracy means that it's true <laughs> well you've said it right giving credence to halt as well 
right, is that uh, his cover-up theory is that at one point it was revealed that the Ministry of Defence, keep in mind they said they never investigated it really, mm-hmm. right, that they apparently actually had a huge file on the event. Right? Okay. And the file was eventually uh, released in 2001, and most of the file was correspondence. But there's a suggestion that that correspondence was there to just cover up again further. That, that, that it, it was known it was a big file. So they've just covered it Packed up. it with stuff. Yeah. With Why did they pack shots. it with stuff? Because How big is this file? Like, are we was talking... It, it was, do you remember the old, like, uh, file that had the clip in it? And it was quite hard, like, kind of, you know, cardboard. binder. W- w- no, do you know what I'm on about? Like an A4 kind of jobby. It's it? like, it's like almost like a sarcophagus for papers. A sarcophagus? What the pa- hell is that? For papers. Uh, uh, like a, a... No, I know what that is. But oh, okay. No, what the, so, uh, it's a box. Is it? Yeah, but it's like this, it's like the size of... Um, Your hand. Yeah, my hand, but my <laughs> hand making a, a, a size motion. Okay, all right. So, yeah, but is but that's not that big. Like, that's that's probably... It's big considering they said they didn't even investigate it. No, but you were saying that they deliberately stacked it, but, like, that's only... Like, if they deliberately stacked it, wouldn't they just put in, like, five, six, seven of those files? Like, hundreds of those files. But, like, that's only adds up to about probably what like even if it was a thousand pages that's just infinite chess like that's <sighs> no but i just don't think that's i don't think that's a okay oh, okay 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 that they stacked it with, with letters that think, they can't read i think we're gonna have to uh, nearly agree to disagree on on this one right on the letters yeah okay great fine. right so this years later right this is the giving credence to the skeptical side right years later the BBC reported that a former U.S. security policeman, Kevin Condy, claimed responsibility for creating the strange lights by driving around in a police vehicle. However, there's no evidence for this, and it, he can't give he can't really give any details to to support. He's just claimed this. Uh, other explanations that people think on the skeptical side are that it was a Soviet spy satellite. That they were seeing. But this thing was on in the middle of a forest, though. Yeah, I know. Ridiculous, <laughs> right? They, this one always gets me. This one comes up in UFOs all the time. Mm-hmm. We'll see this in future podcasts, for sure, right? This is the skeptics now. Okay. This is their... They believe that actually the lieutenant and his men were just seeing a bright fireball that, was o- that happened to appear over southern England at that time a fireball yeah roger i wouldn't even say that i know i know doesn't that sound like nonsense have you ever seen a fireball in the sky no yeah so like to be honest even if Where it did is it come from even if it is i'd love to do it do they mean like a like a like a small meteor or something I, I don't know but even if it was i'd love to see a bit of investigation put into that what is that a fireball what's the fireball like that's silly all right so this though i think you'll i think you'll like this one Right, now this is the possible hoax theory. In December 2018, a UFO researcher, David Clark, reported a claim that the incident was actually set up by SAS troops as a revenge plot against the US Air Force. As apparently in August 1980, the SAS had parachuted into RAF Woodbridge as a training exercise to test the security of the nuclear site. However, they were detected by the upgraded radar facility within RAF Woodbridge, and they were thus captured, interrogated, and beaten. And they were called unidentified aliens by the US servicemen. So, to enact revenge, the SAS rigged a series of lights and colored flares in the woods and used a black helium balloon set up with remote-controlled kites to fly objects around the sky. Clark investigated this further, and he discovered that this was actually a hoax. The hoax was a hoax. (laughs) Roger. (laughs) Why did you waste our time on that? (laughs) What? So that was just a made-up story? Yes. The hoax is a hoax. It's such a stretch. (laughs) But, But that was important because you'll find this a lot, right? as we go on, that often the people that bring up these hoaxes 
mm. and popularize the stories of the hoaxes that explain what happened. They're actually the UFO researchers themselves, just okay. trying to drum up a bit of like want to find the answer, a bit of drama. Okay, you know, to get themselves known, get them out there. Yeah. So personally, the thing you said about what about the the head of the the head of the base? Yeah. That does nothing for me. Nothing. Nothing for Don't me. Don't even quiver like. No. I just think of co- of course he's he's going to do anything to make his life easier. What's easier on him? If there's a UFO, I have a guy who saw a UFO live UFO live UFO have to explain that or oh, I don't know. Um like uh we nobody else believes you. I don't believe you, so we'll just keep it quiet. Keep it quiet, right? Easy for me to to, to think that, <laughs> yeah. right? Um the the lighthouse. Yeah. I'd be I'd be sympathetic to that. What does sympathetic mean? I can I can kind of feel where you're coming from on it. How it's very, as in you're sympathetic to me believing that it's the lighthouse, but not sympathetic to the lighthouse actually explaining. No, the, no, I am, I am, I'm sympathetic to okay. to that in general, right? But for me, uh, again, I just don't believe that trained military officials are going to be duped by a um, by a lighthouse, and it doesn't even explain the orb that they saw. And if anything, if you want to incorporate both of them. What if the lights they saw coming off the orb were the lighthouse reflecting off the metallic surface of the orb? Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd, 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 I'd take that. And but but but, if, but like at the same time, you know, the way this was presented, that this thing was like a strobe like going around the forest. So, you know, this, this it's only going to be reflected every now and then. So, anyway, the way, uh, the way I see this one, very... Okay. Oh, actually, just one one follow up on that. Oh, yeah. Did the SAS training actually happen? Were they actually caught by the US? No, that's top. To All of it. Made complete up. crap. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So that's great. <laughs> complete crap. I researched this. Just a made up story. <laughs> Brilliant. How can that even be sourced in the in the Wikipedia thing? Like, why is that? Is that just under a section like absolute crap? No, David Clark. But like, researched I, that. But like, I could say I researched that. And it's just, and, and then, why well, I get a section of Wikipedia that just says, oh, Dennis just made all this stuff up. Well. Probably. So I think, it, it, for me, this one started off very strong. It yeah. was into it, like, like okay, really like okay, the globe, okay. all that stuff. The lighthouse, really just, like, that took the bottom out of it for me. The lighthouse was, was troubling. It was very easy to explain why there'd be flashing lights. The globe going around the size of a Fiat 500, much harder to explain. Okay, yeah. The guy himself... I I think that's good. You were a little spooked on the tape. I definitely was spooked on the tape. So I'm probably coming away from this. I'm not going to say that it didn't happen. Okay. But I'm going to say it has plausible explanations as to why it didn't. Uh, Have I spurred you to do any of your own research on it? Definitely. I'll definitely do a little. I I genuinely mean that. I'll do a little bit of research on that. Then I'll make up a story. I'll get a section of Wikipedia. (sighs) Then two poor souls would have to listen to it at the end of their podcast. Oh, this is... This is something as well that I probably should have brought up. Is that it, you can go do a UFO trail in Rendlesham Forest now. Okay, I'd love to do that. Look, that's a, that's a, a little sign for it. I'd love to do that. We could go and do like a, a live podcast. See, I'm from brave there. enough now at the end of this podcast, but I would be, I'm telling you, I would be spooked when I get there. I'm trying to find um, the triangles. Yeah, the picture. I want to, I, I want to see if I can give you. I would definitely. I, I would love to see what kind of size we're dealing with. We just looked at um, a signpost there that they have in that UFO trail, and it was a triangle-shaped sign. Okay, so, are you presenting the triangles to me now? Yeah. So the picture is a bit grainy, but I have a follow-up. So that's how big the object would have been, I guess. Okay, can I have a look? All right. Yeah. So it's a terrifying forest. It's an absolutely terrifying, like Blair Witch Project forest, and the triangles are. They, de- they really resemble circles of light. No, no, sorry. It's the it's a triangle in total. Like as in... But oh, it's three... It's, it's just three points. Wait, is... So are, are, and there are the indentations left. But they make a perfect triangle. Oh, they make a perfect triangle. Perfect triangle. Okay, I thought, I thought we were just having random triangles on the ground. So what I'm looking at here is like... I mean, I don't know. What, what does that look like, Roger, to you? 
if I really had to go out on them, I'd say <laughs> a dent left by some landing gear. It looks like a landing gear dent. It looks like a dent from some to me, landing gear. It looks gear. like dirt. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five star rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow Unexplained Legends on Instagram to get some sneak peeks at upcoming episodes. And if you really like listening to the podcast, please tell your family and friends and random strangers on the street to listen to the podcast too. If you have any spooky stories or conspiracy theories you'd like us to cover on an episode of the podcast, please email us at unexplainedlegends at gmail.com. I was just like, what? Oh, great. There's monkey babies now.